Get ready to grip it and rip it. All right, let's move on. We got golfers waiting. Dedicated to bringing better golf to America, this is Tea to Green, the golf show. That's right. This is the place where we talk golf 52 weeks a year, coast to coast, across America, around the world, on the American Forces Network. It's Tea to Green, the golf show. Jay Ritchie with Jerry Butenhoff. Colorado Springs, Colorado, and the five-star Broadmoor Resort, the home of Tita Green and the home of the 2018 U.S. Senior Open, now just 743 days away. Super show for you today. we got a golf course architect on Tita Green, not just any golf course architect. Courses that he's designed or renovated are hosting 13 PGA, LPGA, or Champions Tour events this year. One course, Hazeltine, will host the Ryder Cup. His family and golf are synonymous. His father, Robert Trent Jones, senior, a golf legend. Reese Jones on Tita Green today for the first time. Is there any regular golfer who hasn't played or worn a product made by Titleist, the number one brand in golf? Well, how did Titleist get to be Number one, there's some great stories about the origin of the company, a great story about the iconic script logo, and also in 2016, Titleist and the golfing world are celebrating the 15th anniversary of the Titleist Pro V1 golf ball, the ball that revolutionized the game of golf. And we'll be talking to Joe Gomes from Titleist. He's the director of communications. He'll join us today to tell us the story of Titleist and what used to be known as a Kushnet Golf and it morphed into Titleist and the number one brand in golf. That's all today on Tee to Green. It's early Sunday morning, the sun is coming up. I'm on the tee at seven, I'm here to try my luck. They say this game's a tough one, but I'll give it my best shot. Though the bunkers look like beaches and the greens like parking lots. Oh, Lord. What am I gonna do? Help me keep my head down. Save me from those double bogey blues. Eat a green. Like a lot of other things now available on iHeartRadio. Talk your favorite shows and personalities your way. 24-7, iHeartRadio.com slash talk. Jay and Jerry teeing it up with Reese Jones as we continue worldwide on American Forces Radio and coast-to-coast on the Sports Byline USA Radio Network. Hey, what's up? We love Burger King Grilled Dogs. They're made with 100% beef, and they're 100%. They're so good, they make us want to sing like, I can't believe it. Burger King made a grilled dog. Made with 100% beef. Flame grilled anytime you want. You can try it in classic or chili cheese. Flame grilled and made with 100% beef. Starting at just $1.99. Get a grilled dog now at participating Burger King restaurants. Flame grilling hot dogs since 2016. Price and participation vary. Sometimes you'll love a house and you'll love a neighborhood, but it has a not great school district. Zillow's actually great because you can click on kind of a more detailed section and it tells you how well a school is rated. We kind of prioritized houses that we were going to look at based on that. We were able to walk in and think like, wow, we can make a life here. Home means something different to everyone. With millions of homes for sale or rent on Zillow, whatever home means to you, 
Zillow can help you find it. Tired of paying outrageous prices for prescription drugs? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get prescription drugs at huge discounts from Canada Drug Center. That's right, the most popular drugs for cholesterol, high blood pressure, depression, diabetes, arthritis, and many more are now up to 75% off. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices when you can get brand name drugs at the lowest price? Call today and get up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs. Never pay high prices again. Get the most popular drugs at huge savings from our Canadian and international pharmacies and fulfillment centers. No insurance? No problem. Prices are so low you do not need benefits or insurance to get all your prescriptions fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting to take your call now. Order today and get free shipping. Just call 800-950-1180. Up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs and free shipping. Call 800-950-1180. That's 800-950-1180. Do you have an old car sitting in your driveway? How would you like to learn a hassle-free way to get rid of it, help kids in need, and get a great tax donation in the process? It's real easy. One simple free call to our car donation hotline is all it takes. Call the Nishama Foundation at 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. We'll come pick your car up for free and give you a tax donation for the full value of the car, running or not. The value of your unwanted car will go to help kids in need. It's fast and easy. Just call us and your car will be gone and on its way to helping children in 48 hours. And you get a nice tax deduction. Call the Nishama Foundation now to get rid of your car, help kids, and get a tax write-off. Call 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. That's 800-760-4895. It is America's longest-running network radio golf show now in its 11th year here at the Broadmoor Resort, Colorado Springs, Colorado, which will be hosting the 2018 U.S. Senior Open. It's Tita Green, Jay Ritchie, along with Jerry Butenhoff, Scott Cuddy in Master Control. Great to have you with us today. Jerry, my co-host battling a summer cold they're just the worst aren't they yesterday when it was 90 degrees out late afternoon and i'm walking the dog and i can't basically see or breathe <laughs> yeah it wasn't pleasant i think i'm on the uh, recovery side of it though now so and the show much better today on. than yesterday jerry's a trooper sure. the show must go on hey great show for you today later in the hour joe gomes from titleist will be here ever wonder about titleist and how it got to be the number one brand in golf. He's got some great stories about the origin of the company, and he'll be joining us, Joe Gomes from Titleist. Our first guest is standing by, golfing royalty. Reese Jones was born into the game of golf. He began working with his father, the renowned golf course architect Robert Trent Jones Sr. Back in uh, 1965, in 1974, he founded his own design firm. He's designed or redesigned more than 170 golf courses in his career, his remodeling skills have been applied to seven U.S. Open venues, eight PGA Championship courses, five Ryder Cup and two Walker Cup sites, as well as a President's Cup site. And this year, in fact, this weekend, the ladies are playing the PGA Championship at one of his courses. And uh, it won't be long that they'll uh, be playing other big events on courses designed by our first guest, Reese Jones, who is with us today on Tee to Green. Good morning, Mr. Jones. How are you? Good morning, Jay and Jerry. 
I can't believe it's been all these years, and we've never had you on the show, but it's great to have you on today. How are things in, in your world these days? Well, I think the game of golf is stronger than people believe. Uh, we're very, very busy all over the country and in Korea and Japan and the Dominican Republic and Mexico. Uh, so I think things are going well for golf. Um, <clears throat> we just need to get the word out a little bit more. And, and like a lot of architects, golf architects in recent years, it seems like you're busier doing renovations than actually building new courses. Is that the case? Well, that's true. I, I think that there's a higher percentage of renovations, uh, and I guess that's why I'm in demand because I've done so many uh, championship and uh, high-level renovations. But we're building a new one uh, in Loreto, Mexico, on the Sea of Cortez, and basically uh, we're building a new one in Korea on the ocean. So there are new projects uh, being established right now. Growing up in, in the family you did with the last name you have, was it a given that you were going to be a golf course architect, or was there some other things that were pulling you in other directions at times? Well, I guess um, it was somewhat of a given. Um, if you go look at the photo gallery there at the Broadmoor, you see a picture of me and Candice Bergen uh, as a kid, and I used to travel with my dad wherever he had projects, and we were, spent the summers at the Broadmoor a couple times when he was building uh, the new nine there. So I think that's what really gave me the impetus to go into this <clears throat> business because I followed my dad as a child. Robert Trent, uh, Robert Trent Jones Sr. and your brother is, is in the business as well. Uh, how many generations in all being involved right now? No, it's just two generations. None of the, our children are going uh, into the business, and uh, that may be a good thing. I've got a, one daughter as a teacher and one daughter as a social worker. Ah, okay. Just just wanted to check on that. So when you when you first started, uh, what, did, what what were your duties when first starting out working for your father? Well, my first job was uh, to measure drives for my dad at championships, and my first project was Baltus Roll in 1954. Uh, we uh, measured the drives and inside the ropes so that my father would know where to put the bunkers at Olympic or Oak Hill on his next U.S. Open redos. And uh, it's kind of proud of that because I've been redoing uh, Baltus Row the last 25 years, and uh, we've made a lot of uh, improvements and restored it for this year's PGA Championship. Yeah, of course, Baltus Row in New Jersey hosting the PGA Championship there this year. And then it was sort of an undergraduate work for you for like 10 years working for your dad? That's right. Um, I went to Yale and then to Harvard School of Design, and then I worked for my dad for 10 years. And... Um, Basically, uh, even though you study architecture and landscape architecture, uh, you really learn by the on-the-job training, and, and it was very good working with my father and his construction people. And getting to, uh, I'm sure, work some great sites and venues too, right? Oh, yeah, I started right at the top, so uh, that was kind of nice. Yeah. We, uh, well, then then in, in 1974, you founded your own design firm. What made you decide to go out on your own? Well, uh, times were tough, and um, the business was difficult, and it was really just a time to uh, branch out on my own and um, really find my path. And then I got the Brookline U.S. Open project, and I got Hague Point and Pioneers Number 7, and everything else went from there. Was it tough coming out, though, from under the shadow of your, your father? Um, I, I would say uh, it was probably tougher uh, having, he, having my father acknowledge it. Um, it I think it was um, 
a natural for me, and, and I had a lot of connections already having worked for my father and knew a lot of people that I'd worked with, so it helped in that regard. Um, but I think that, that what I really did, as, as most sons do when they follow in their father's footsteps, uh, I worked very hard for his acknowledgement. Reese, were there, is there any part of uh, your design philosophy, let's say, or, or certain things that, that either follow your father and, and or your brother or, or, or that are unique to what you kind of do also? Well, um, I think that I, uh, I try to design golf courses that are more playable for the average golfer. I think my father really thought of championships every time. I think that's why my golf courses are so uh, financially solvent today. Uh, a lot of open entrances, green contours uh, that are challenging but not overbaked. Um, you know, basically uh, bunkers on the sides of green, so they affect the average, the better player rather than the average golfer who hits a sh- their shot short of the green. I probably use water less than my dad, uh, which is the ultimate penalty. And uh, I think I'm, I sort of have an ebb and flow on my golf courses, so they have a lot of birdie opportunities some swing holes and then some really challenging holes and really kind of mix it up. The game of golf and golfers themselves have changed a lot since the 1970s. Is it tough as a designer, as an architect, to keep up with those changes? From a championship standpoint, yes. Um, what's happened in the championship arena is that when I did Brookline and Hazeltine and Pioneers number 2 and Baldus Roll initially uh, getting ready for championships, um, we knew where the back tees were. Now we're expanding the back tees like we did at Torrey Pines or Beth Page or Atlanta Athletic Club or Congressional so that uh, the setup people of the USGA or the PGA can move the tee back and forth. And some, to some degree, we don't know how they're going to set up the golf course. We just uh, reversed the nines at Eastlake for the Tour Championship, and uh, we've really added some tees on the final holes, uh, which would be a par three, par four, par four, par five, to give the, the uh, tour officials a chance to mix it up every day and really have a different distance and a different playability in every hole. But that's sort of the change that's been made in the last 10 years. And I know a lot of people are, are very critical of, of the, the courses getting longer and longer and longer. What, what, what is your, or do you have a philosophy or a stance regarding the, the length of courses? Well, I think... Um, the length has been added mainly for the championship game, and uh, those tees are hardly used uh, for regular, regular play. I think we're actually getting back to shorter golf courses now in, in our designs. Uh, we're more finesse. We we're going with the drivable par uh, four like we did on the 15th hole at Medina for the Ryder Cup, which was extremely successful. We're going to have a drivable par four on the 11th hole at Bell Reef for the 2018 PGA Championship in St. Louis. And so, to some degree, I think we're, we're building a lot more shorter finesse holes, holes that challenge uh, the player as far as his mental capabilities as well as his physical ones. Uh, so I think length is probably being diminished. But the length is added to the, the golf courses so that the, uh, the setup guys of the USGA or the PGA can move it back and forth. And so a 7,500-yard golf course is only played at 7,200 yards for the championship. As I mentioned at the start of the interview, golfing royalty with us today here on Tee to Green. Reese Jones is our guest. He's one of seven people to have been awarded the Donald Ross Award, the old Tom Morris Award, and the Don A. Rossi Award. The other seven 
Byron Nelson, Michael Herzen, Robert Trent Jones, his father, Jack Nicholas, Arnold Palmer, and Pete Dye. That's a pretty good group to be in. And that's a Reese Jones is in that exclusive club. And Reese, we got a lot, few more questions and we'll get a little more specific about some of the courses that people will be watching big events on this year. He's going to stick around with us for our next segment here on TD Green. But great to have Reese Jones with us today here on the big show coming up later in the hour from Titleist, the number one brand in golf. Joe Gomes will be here to tell us some great stories about how it all started and how they got to be tops in golf. This is T.D. Green. $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800 222 that's 800-222-2313 800-222-2313 cancellation fee may apply subject to eligibility not available in missouri and washington waiting period and deductible apply coverage provided and administered by warrantech corporation or its affiliates not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions when you struggle with credit card bills every month you're not just in debt debt is all around you i see people every day that are on the brink they're going to go over the edge and at the bottom is bankruptcy and we pull them back at the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have 5000 10000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the sports talk host. I can talk about all sports. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball, but this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days, and anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800-428-1570. show by golfers for golfers it's t to green 
Jay Ritchie, Jerry Butenhoff, coming your way from the Broadmoor Resort, Colorado Springs, Colorado, live and in real time on the Internet at sportsbyline.com. And this show repeats at sportsbyline.com at 1 o'clock Eastern Time every Sunday. Great to have you with us today. We'll have Joe Gomes from Tideless coming up later in the hour. We continue with Reese Jones, noted golf course architect. His nickname, the Open Doctor, for his redesign of courses in preparation for major championships. He's designed or redesigned more than 170 golf courses in his career, and uh, his remodeling skills have been applied to seven U.S. Open venues, eight PGA Championship courses, five Ryder Cup and two Walker Cup and one President's Cup sites. East Lake Golf Club in Atlanta, permanent site of the PGA Tour Championships, is another one of his. This weekend, the women are playing the PGA Championship at Sahali in uh, Washington. That's one of his. And the PGA Championship returns to Baltusrol later this summer. That's another one of his. And uh, the, we could go on and on and on. It's gotten to the point, Reese, hasn't it, where you, you are redesigning now some of the original courses that you built? Well, that's true. And you got to give Joe Gomes, when you bring him on the show, a little credit because uh, Titleist has stayed ahead of the game as far as the ball. And the ball, the Pro V1X flies higher and longer and drops faster so the back hole locations like at Torrey Pines are very key to our redesign so uh, we have to sort of stay ahead of the manufacturers and uh, Titleist and Peter Broom and his team have done a great job. They're keeping you on your toes aren't they? Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) When you're remodeling a a course like a legendary course like Baltus Rall or or any of those that we, we mentioned Hazeltine how much is there, do you feel any pressure to live up to, to the, the history and the tradition of the course? Well, I think that's a great question. I think in both uh, Hazeltine and um, Baltusrol, we've done that. Um, at Baltusrol, for to some degree, we've taken out all the bunkers that have been added or changed and brought the Tillinghast style back. We've restored the golf course, but relocated the hazards where they are appropriately for today's uh, length and today's players. We've, we've expanded the greens. We've put the chipping areas back. We've moved the streams back into to the fairway where they had previously been. We've added a pond on 18 uh, and added uh, 900 yards to the, to the golf course uh, because Tillinghast left a lot of elasticity in his design. So basically it's a complete restoration uh, for the modern player, and that's why, like 400 par, the last time the PGA Championship was the winner when Phil Mickelson won it. And, that's why they crown pretty good champions like Phil Mickelson and, and Jack Nicklaus. Reese, when you're, um, I, I guess, uh, I get either or, or a redesign or, or building new courses with the, the large difference, I guess, you know, all the pros are hitting it, you know, as far as they are and whatever, but the average golfer is still hitting whatever ball he's playing uh, not much longer than they were 20, 30 years ago, 200 to 220 yards or whatever. Taking all that into consideration, how tough is it to to know where to put bunkers and water hazards and that sort of thing for the various different levels? Well, uh, the, my father sort of started the long tee, and um, now we have multiple tees all over the place. And now we're really going to forward tees. I was up at Baker Hill in Newbury, New Hampshire, which is one of my better designs up up in New England, and um, we've added forward tees, and we, hit, we have them at Tulsa Country Club, we have them at Daniel Island in South Carolina, which really helps the entry-level player and the shorter hitters and really enables the young people to uh, 
have a playable golf course. So I think this Play It Forward program has really been helping uh, the growth of the game and also helping people enjoy the game more. You mentioned Tillinghast, uh, one, of, one of the great all-time golf architects. Other than your, your father, uh, are there some that you really look up to or, or, or try to follow some of their philosophies in your designs? Well, I think um, Donald Ross obviously um, was sort of the, he, he, the father of American golf course architecture, and um, he had the good fortune to have a lot of really good sites, and then he did a good job on them. Uh, I worked on Pioneer's number two a couple of times before a couple of the opens, and that was a real pleasure. And then I got to do Pioneer's number seven, um, sort of in a semi-style with Donald Ross. And then we've done Bell Mead over uh, to the Donald Ross style as well as East Lake. So I think um, he was somebody that uh, we look up to and, and emulate to some degree in the long term. Mackenzie's another one, uh, Lake Merced, uh, where the girls played the Swinging Skirts uh, Championship. He redid that golf course, and we brought uh, his style and uh, design concepts back, and I think that's why it's one of the most popular uh, courses on the uh, LPGA Tour. You, you really have to be versatile, don't you? I mean, you, you can come in and design it your way, but if you're doing a Tillinghast course or if you're doing a McKenzie course, you, you really don't want to do it that much the Reese Jones way, do you? No, when, when the great designer's been there, and, and they spent a lot of times uh, a lot of time on the golf course. They didn't take on multiple jobs all around the world, so they, they devoted a lot of detail to their designs, as I have. Herbert Warren Wynn told me that after I had my first U.S. Open at the Country Club at Brookline to you know, take fewer jobs and make sure I spent the time on it so uh, the golf course would stand the test of time. So uh, I think that's what the old designers like McKenzie and Tillinghast uh, did. They didn't take multiple jobs, and I think that's why their golf courses have stood the test of time. Do golf architects, do you get offended if somebody comes out and goes really super low on your course? <laughs> Well, that, that's a really that's another good question. We uh, we're supposed to make them tougher. Uh, the the clubs want them to be tougher. They they don't want low scores to win the championship. Although I don't think we're going to see um, you know over par uh, winning uh, major championships anymore because the guys hit it so far. But really, what ha- what happens is, um, which is great, is as long as you get one or two players shoot that 64 or 65, then you know that the golf course can be. Um, defeated to some degree. And even if even par wins the championship, you know that it's out there for them to get. If they, so, uh, but if everybody shoots over par, uh, sort of like they did at Oakland Hills in 1951 when uh, Ben Hogan won the, the Open after the first really major redo was ever done for U.S. Open, my father did it, uh, we don't have that situation anymore where only two people get under par. Mm-hmm. The women, uh, the women's PGA Championship is going on this weekend at Sahali in Washington. Are you are you watching with with interest? Or do you get a chance to check out to see how they're doing? Oh yeah, and I Lydia Ko won uh, the two of the swinging skirts, and I'm a big fan of her. She's a wonderful young lady, and Jarena Pillar. I, I'm rooting for her. She's she uh, plays at uh, Shady Oaks, one of my father's uh, favorite designs, um, and um, they're. Uh, I think trees are a major factor in championship golf because they have to think about them. They have to worry about going offline, and now that the ball goes so far. And I think that the recovery shots and the maneuvering the, the ball around the trees 
has created a great championship venue. It's the Holly. Vijay Singh won the PGA Championship there back in 1998, and I think it's going to continue to have championships because the Northwest really does attract a lot of fans, and it is a great golf course. Reese, uh, a lot of the uh, women's majors are, are, are starting to be played at some of the same venues that the men have traditionally played. Uh, you know, uh, they took the women's open to uh, Oakmont for the first time six years ago. Uh, when, when you're asked to do a little tinkering with some of these courses, are you taking that into consideration now too? Yes. Um, I mean, uh, I think what I what what I learned, I've been to all the tournaments at Lake Merced, um, and uh, I watched the ladies play, and um, I learned from that. And uh, just watching on TV this week at Sahali, um, you know, I can really figure out. But they're, they hit the ball pretty far, too. I mean, uh, they're, not, they're not short hitters, so i got to keep that in mind. But also the setup guys. Uh, Kerry Haig is just terrific at doing what he does, and they set it up so well. And they, they get the course ready with the rough height. So it's playable, yet it's still a challenge and to some degree a penalty. And um, they they do a very good job setting it up. But we work with them, like we're working with Kerry, work with them at Baldus Roll and Bell Reeve uh, and uh, Beth Page Black. I know that uh, you you uh, the, the uh, Open, of course, is coming to Oakmont this uh, this coming week. But and and you uh, you're not doing any work with Oakmont, but do you watch? You kind of watch with a keen interest, or watch with uh, from a different uh, perspective than than anyone else would. The way they set up uh, for a course that maybe you're not involved with. Oh, I go to all the opens. I'll be there, and uh, yeah, I, I walk the courses and I watch where the ball goes, and I watch, uh, you know, the recovery shots. That's what I really care about most. Uh, when we redo our our golf courses, any of the golf courses, we make sure the recovery shot is there. We don't want to uh, over-penalize any golfer, including the best of the game. Uh, however, Oakmont may be the toughest venue of all the U.S. Open venues because they have the ditches and they have the church pews in their bunkers. Uh, so they have some situations where you've uh, got to miss some of the hazards so you don't get an unrecoverable shot. Uh, but I, I'll watch that and just see how it works out. Uh, yeah. Some of the greens are very fast and some of the greens fall away which means you can't hit in the rough on those holes. So uh, it's a little bit different. I think that's what makes uh, Oakmont such a tough championship test. Enjoying talking golf course architecture with Reese Jones, one of the best. Wish we had more time. Reese, I know you got a big couple of big events coming up later in the summer, but come back and visit with us again. Will do. we got Best Stage Black and uh, Eastlake with the reverse lines. I'd love to talk to you about how that's going to work out. All right. Sounds good. Reese Jones with us today on Tee to Green. Hope you enjoyed it. Joe Gomes is next. Outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra. 
Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 877-663-7126 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Men is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 877-663-7126 to take your call now. Call 877-663-7126. That's 877-663-7126. Again, 877-663-7126. My joints used to kill me. I'd wake up with stiff knees and a stiff back, and it wouldn't get much better throughout the day. I went to doctors and took almost every supplement you can think of, and nothing seemed to help. Then I found something called Oil Can Joint Lubricant. They use only top-of-the-line, all-natural ingredients, and I know many companies make similar claims, but here's the big difference. Oil can ingredients are scientifically formulated to work together faster than anything else in the marketplace. That's guaranteed. I take oil can every day. My knee pain was gone. It's just a few days. So if you have knee pain back pain and you've tried everything, try Oil Can Joint Lubricant risk-free right now. I'm confident you'll have fewer aches and pains within days or we will gladly refund your money. Call right now. 800-989-1795-800-989-1795-800-989-1795-800-989-1795. Attention, if you're in the market for a power scooter to reclaim your freedom, we have great news. Hartway, one of the world's leading manufacturers, has new factory direct power scooters for as little as $39 a month. Now you can stay active and have the freedom that a power scooter can give you. For over 20 years, we've been building the best and most reliable power scooters in the marketplace. And now with our new direct-to-consumer division, we can offer you wholesale prices. Plus, with Hardway Care Service, you are always protected. You will not find a better power scooter for as little as $39 a month anywhere. And with free shipping, if you call today, you can have a new power scooter delivered to your door for free in days. Financing is easy with your credit card or PayPal credit. Call now. 1-800-427-0183. 1-800-427-0183. That's 1-800-427-0183. 1-800-427-0183. Next listening for dedicated golfers, you found it. Tee to Green continues. Live from the Broadmoor Resort, Colorado Springs, Colorado, Jay Ritchie, along with Jerry Butenhoff. The number one brand in golf by far is Titleist. I don't know if there's anybody, any regular golfer who hasn't played or worn a product made by Titleist. And on the line with us right now is the director of communications from the number one brand in golf, Joe Gomes, to tell the story of the company, the story of the iconic script logo, and a whole lot of other good things to talk about with Joe Gomes today. Hi, Joe. How are you doing? Hi, Jay. How are you? Thank you. Hey, I, you know, I said I, I, I don't know of any regular golfer who hasn't worn or played. You guys do a bunch of research on things like this. Do you, do you think that's a pretty good statement? Is there anybody out there who hasn't worn or played something made by your company? <laughs> well, that's, uh, it, it's good to see when you go to a golf course, you know, at least they have, you know, hopefully they're, they're playing the golf ball and have some, uh, some type of equipment in their bag for, uh, made, of title, made by Titleist, and we also own foot joys, so hopefully the shoes and the gloves and the apparel are, uh, are starting to, to get into their uh, bags and lockers as well. 
Everybody wearing the stuff, playing the stuff, but I don't know if many people really know much about the, the company itself and how and when did it all begin? So 1932, um, there was a uh, local businessman from uh, Cushnet, Massachusetts, uh, named Phil Young, and he was a, a, a very skilled golfer, and he was in a match one day with his um, doctor friend, and he lost the match because he missed a putt on the 18th hole, and he blamed it on the golf ball as opposed to his stroke, and he said the ball was out of round, and that's why he missed the putt. So the doctor that he was playing with happened to be the chief uh, of x-ray. He was in charge of x-rays uh, at the hospital that he belonged to. So they took the ball down to the hospital and x-rayed it, and sure <laughs> enough, when they... When they looked inside, the, the ball, the core was out of round. And they went back and got a couple dozen more from the pro shop, went back and did it again. And sure enough, the uh, anywhere from 9 to 10 to 11 balls within the dozen were, were out of round. And he owned a rubber processing company, this Mr. Young, and he said, I can make a better golf ball. And sure enough, uh, in 1932, the Akushnet uh, Golf Company opened up and uh, – Within three years, by 1935, is when the first Titleist golf ball came to market. Uh, and uh, that was the beginning of, of, of the Titleist brand. Do you know where they came up with the name Titleist? Yes, it was uh, what, one of the, uh, what they were looking for. They were kind of uh, uh, working with the, the people, the associates within the company, and they said, you know, come up with a name for what you think this golf ball should be. Uh, should be named, and um, they were saying, you know, anything to do with champion, champion or victory or winner. So we wanted to do something. Uh, they wanted to do something about the best of the best. This is what this golf ball was going to be, and uh, they came up with the name Titleist. It was actually owned by another company in Chicago, and that it was going out of business, and they bought the name. Um, and but the script was certainly different than it was at the time. And what they did, with Mr. Young's secretary, actually, uh, had great penmanship, and he asked her to write, you know, what she thinks the title of script should, should look like. And the script that you see now on the golf ball and every other piece of branding uh, with the title of name is how that uh, secretary at the time wrote the script at, at, uh, back in 1935. Joe, did she get it right the first time, or did she have to tinker with it a couple times there? Well, I'm sure she tinkered with it, but I, I think uh, what they ended up with was, uh, uh, I don't know exactly if it was the first time. I shouldn't say that, but, uh, um, but what they ended up with, they, uh, that, that's been the same script for, since, uh, since 1935, so it's almost over 80 years. Her name was Helen Robinson. She was given a yeah, sheet of paper and asked to name, write yeah. Write the word Titleist, and that's, that's amazing yeah. how it all began. So that, and initially, you couldn't, their, their, their golf balls and, and some of their early products weren't available to the general public, were they? No, and that's, uh, well, it was, what they did was they, they sold them in pro shops only. So, and that was actually, uh, we've been doing that, for, that happened for, for several years. 
you know, and then of course you had some of the big box stores open up, and now we sell in golf shops everywhere. But the original, uh, when we started selling golf balls, you could only buy them on course at the pro shop only level, and um, you know, so so that's how uh, our business was began with the golf ball and how it. Uh, we kept doing it for several several years until some off-course shops opened up. And then, of course, now you have the big box score, uh, like Dick's Sporting Goods and, and, and those kind of things. Uh, but, but for years and years, it was pro shop uh, only. Joe Gomes with Titleist is our guest here on Tee to Green. And one of the things Titleist brags about, and rightfully so, is that they are the most played ball. And that was, a, that was really something that you were able to brand yourself with. It, back in the early days, wasn't it, Joe? Yeah, well, it's interesting with the U.S. Open week coming up. Uh, this will be our 68th consecutive year that we've been the number one golf ball at the U.S. Open. So it began back in 1949 at Medina, and uh, when we won our first ball count among the players, um, and we've won every U.S. Open ball count since then. So. You know, that certainly has been part of our advertising campaign during U.S. Open Week and, you know, our, our slogan, um, you know, is the number one ball in golf, uh, you know, since then. So, um, you know, we're looking forward, obviously, to Oakmont this week. We'll probably have anywhere between 65 and 70 percent of the field playing Titleist golf balls. And, uh, you know, we're very proud of that, that we've been able to s- sustain uh, that streak and that loyalty amongst players uh, for that for that long. Joe, um, obviously, you know, all the golf ball manufacturers make different types of balls and and, uh, you know, some are specifically made a little bit more for, you know, the average, you know, 16 handicapper or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Do do the companies take into con- consideration the cost and everything, too, because the cost of golf balls has gone up quite a bit over the last 20 years. Um, how does Titleist view that? Well, absolutely, and that's why we have a, you know, uh, we think that the Pro V1 and Pro V1X is the best ball for everybody. Now, which, based on our testing with all types of handicap levels and all, all types of golfers, just the way the product is made and performs is the best ball for all golfers. Now, we totally understand that, budget comes into play and the number of rounds people play comes into comes into consideration and in that kind of thing so that's why we do have a a line of golf balls that uh, certainly runs the gamut from you know the dt solo which you could get you know probably anywhere from twenty dollars a dozen up to the pro v1 which depending on where you buy that could, could be between you know 38 and 58 depending on where you buy it um, and then we also have the NXT Tour and NXT uh, NXT Tour and NXT Tour S, and we have the Velocity, uh, all which are great golf balls. And um, and then it goes up to the Pro V1. So we, we certainly have different price points for uh, several different Titleist golf balls. And um, you know, so if, if purchasing price is a is a consideration. Uh, certainly, uh, they're going to get quality golf balls, whether it's the DT TrueSoft or the Pro V1 and Pro V1X. Yeah, so, yeah, always... we, to answer your question, we do take that into consideration when we're, you know, when we're making our golf balls, manufacturing our golf balls. And speaking of Titleist golf balls, we just have Reese Jones on, 
and he threw a couple of nice compliments your way, Joe. He, he heard his promo that we were going to have you on. As far as Titleist making uh, golf balls that have really made golf playable for a lot a lot of different types of golfers, a lot of different skill levels of golfers, too. So kudos from Reese Jones to Titleist this morning here on Tee to Green. And speaking <laughs> of the Pro V1, I've, I was floored the other day. I didn't realize it. 15 years since that ball debuted. Yes, we're going into our 16th year now, and it was interesting last year because Billy Andrade was the first player. Excuse me, was the first player to win with the Pro V1 the first week it was available in October of 2000 at the Inbetsis Classic of Las Vegas, uh, and he won. Matter of fact, uh, the top three finishers all played Pro V1 that week, and Billy Andrade won with it the first week, and. Um, we had him, uh, we did a couple articles with him, and he was on Golf Channel and some other uh, radio shows and that kind of thing uh, back in October, kind of as the 15th anniversary of the, of the Pro V1. And now that he's on the Champions Tour, he's, he's playing very well and uh, having success, continuing to have success with the Pro V1. He won with it maybe two weeks after we had him, uh, after we talked to him about the Pro V1 uh, back in October. So... Um, yes, it's, uh, it's been a quick 15 years, it seems like, because I remember being out in Las Vegas that week when it first debuted, and, um, you know, the players were kind of in awe of, of how they were hitting it that, that week. And, of course, it was in Las Vegas, so the balls, you know, you're in altitude, at altitude, and uh, uh, the ball's going to go a little bit farther, so maybe that contributed to it as well. But we had success right away. There were a lot of records broken within the first six months that it was uh, um, that it was in play on tour. So that definitely gave it a, a quick uh, a jump start. And then we introduced it at the PGA show for you know uh, for regular golfers. And uh, you know it's it's been the number one selling golf ball since March of 2001. Yeah, um, to a- Two out of every three players across the worldwide pro tours tee up a Pro V1 or a Pro V1X. Uh, The most played and best-selling golf ball models around the world. All right, Joe, got time for maybe for one more, one last question here. Summertime is here. The U.S. Open's just around the corner. Some big Titleist promotions going on for this uh, for 2016. Well, we always have um, twice a year. We have what we call loyalty rewarded. And it's, it's been a huge success. Um, we just finished it last fall, actually in the spring. Uh, it just finished, I believe, in the middle of April. And what, they, what players can do is go to their pro shops and they can buy uh, four dozen for the price of three. So that was, that's always been a – we've done, maybe been doing that for about a decade now, and that's just increased every year because – a lot of uh, golfers load up uh, in the spring when it's uh, when they're preparing for for golf for the rest of the year, and and they can get four dozen for the price of three. So that's called our loyalty rewarded uh, promotion, and um, that's been very successful for a long time. Um, we also have an NXT tour, an NXT tour S promotion uh, during the year, and we also have a velocity one. So throughout the year, probably about every three months, there'll be some titleist type of promotion uh, for golf ball so uh, golfers can uh, can load up on their uh, on their favorite golf ball uh, Titleist golf ball and and play it throughout the year so we uh, we appreciate that and 
And the interesting thing with Titleist is we, we own our all of our manufacturing and, and where we make our golf balls and everything is made by Titleist and designed by Titleist. So, um, you know, they can be sure that the consistency is there all the time. All right. Been fun talking about the, all this stuff that, I, like I said, even people, people who played the products for years probably didn't know the history behind Titleist, the number one brand in golf. Joe, I'm sure you're getting ready to head out to Oakmont. Take, thanks for taking the time today and come back and visit with us again sometime soon. Well, I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. That's Joe Gomes. He's Director of Communications for Titleist, the number one brand in golf. Busy weekend in golf, and Jerry's taking us on tour next as we continue from the Broadmoor, Colorado Springs, Colorado. This is Tita Green. Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. Call 877-499-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. So cancel the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 877-499-MY-TV. Right now, to sign up for packages starting as low as $24.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional installation you control what you watch when you watch it record your favorite shows pause and rewind live tv even skip the commercials watch local channels too at just $24.99 what are you waiting for pull out your major credit or debit card call 877-499-MY-TV that's 877-499-MY-TV cancel the cable cut costs and get more call now 877-499-MY-TV that's 877-499-MY-TV Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. If you or someone you love suffers from drug addiction, now is the time to utilize your private health insurance PPO plan. If eligible, receive up to $30,000 or more in substance abuse benefits with low or no out-of-pocket cost. We are the National Treatment Network, the premier drug and alcohol treatment referral service operating 24-7. We help connect you with facilities nationwide that accepts PPO private health insurance for substance abuse. If you have PPO substance abuse coverage and you need immediate admittance to a medical detox or residential rehab treatment center, call us now. Call our live referral helpline today. The call is free. This program is not available to Medicare or Medicaid customers. Call 800-296-0906. 800-296-0906. That's 800-296-0906. 
It's fastest hour in radio and the quickest hour in golf. Another hour just flying by. Not done yet, though. Here's Jerry to take us on tour. Second year that it's been called the Women's PGA Championship at Sahali up in Washington. Lydia Ko, our leader at minus two. If she wins, she'll accomplish what, Jay? Grand Slam? Third straight major. Third straight major. Okay. Won at Evian last fall and then oh, an inspiration, about yeah. inspiration this yeah. year. Yeah, It'll also be her third win of the year if she pulls off. She's one ahead of Brittany Lincecum and Jarena Piller. Brittany uh, bogeyed, or uh, yeah, three-putted for bogey in the final hole yesterday. And then there's a group of six players, uh, two shots back at even par, including Amy Yang, who had the round of the tournament with a 66 yesterday to jump up in there. Champions Tour, it's another major weekend. <laughs> the Champions <laughs> they Tour. They all are. They all are this time of the year. Senior players at the Philadelphia Cricket Club, which just doesn't sound right to me. But Bernard Langer, our leader at minus two, he's three better than Jadon Blake, who's at one over. And then there's ten other players within two shots of Blake. So, of course, last time Langer had a lead going into the final round at a major a couple, few weeks ago. He ended up winning by, what, eight, I think it was, something like that. And the regular tour at the St. Jude event in uh, Memphis at the TPC Southwind, Daniel Berger on top at minus 10. Three better than DA points, Steve Stricker and Phil Mickelson. And then, uh, again, a bunch of people just a couple strokes back there. So a lot of good stuff going on this weekend. Uh, Memphis uh, event, always the last one right before the Open every yeah. year. Sounds like uh, Phil and Stricker getting their games too. Yeah, you know, the there's open. a couple guys. You know, Phil is always one or more so than some of the other big names uh, plays before the Open, so yeah. we'll uh, we'll see how, we, how things go today. All right. You won't be here next week for Open Championship Sunday. On my way Sunday. to my annual Country Jam event. All yes. right. Well, I hope you're feeling better, too. That's the good thing about being sick this week. Hopefully it'll be gone in a day or two, and I'll be good to go. Thanks for coming out uh, under the weather a little bit today and joining us on TD Green. Hope you enjoyed the show. We always have great guests, but we had two guys today that I thought just took it to a whole nother level. Our appreciation to Reese Jones, noted golf course architect, for being here. And Joe Gomes from Titleist. Hope you enjoyed the stories about how Titleist got to be the number one brand in golf. That's it. Have a great week. Till next time, hit them long, hit them straight.